Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Tellus here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on June 10th, 2016. And the quote for the episode goes like this Have no fear of perfection. You will never, you will never reach it. Again, have no fear of perfection. You will never reach it. And that's by Salvador Dali. And let's expand on that. Let's, let's see how else we can remix that. Have no fear of critics because you're always going to have them. If, matter of fact, have fear of not having critics because if you don't have critics, that means you're not doing a damn thing. That means you're not doing anything. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't have anybody saying anything about you, good or bad, you're not doing shit. You're not doing anything. You're not out there at all. You, you know, there's no reason to comment on anything you're doing because you're not doing anything. Have no fear of, um, have no fear of losing sleep because you you can never get enough. Have no fear of dying. Because you, you, you have no control of it. We're, we're all going to die, so have no fear of it. Like, there was, a, um, there was this, there was this uh, I'm not sure how long ago it was, but there was this little mini documentary I saw on Vimeo. And it was actually, I was watching something else on Vimeo. And there was a, you know how they show, like, hey, if you like this, you may like this. And it was a, it was a little film uh, documentary this guy did of his friend who died and what they were were they were um, I don't what are they, I don't know if you call them they, they're not base jumpers but they were like maybe they, they were base jumpers as well but they were these guys that they, they wear the bird the bird suits you know what I mean like they do the they jump off cliffs and stuff and they and they um, you know they pretty much fly they some that 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 stuff that you wish you had the balls to do, you know what I mean? To be flying, like, isn't that like the ultimate? I, I know as a kid, that's something I always wanted to do. Like, damn, I wish I could fly like a bird. I used to put on a cape and like jump off the couches and shit like that. You know, it's like something everybody wants to do. Well, these guys actually do it. And, um, but I guess his friend like they they've been doing it as partners forever right for a long time and i guess his friend his friend died you know had a had an accident he died and you know it's easy to say it's easy for anybody that's not doing it to say well they should have been doing it you know any anytime something like that happened when somebody's uh doing something they love like you know like listen they even go back to steve Irwin. it's like were you surprised at the way he died? No, you know, but, but does that make, does that diminish his death? Because he, you know, he put himself in dangerous situations in just the same way with these guys. But you can say that with anything. I was, I can't remember who I was recently talking about, talking to about this. Um, they, to, just because something is, seem normal and everyday, you know, day to day and mundane, it's still dangerous. I'm, I'm driving right now while while recording this podcast. That's dangerous. 
You know what I mean? But it's, it's the fact that we do it all the time that is like it's normal. Getting on the airplane is dangerous. Going, you know, getting on the ship. All this shit is dangerous. It's just that all the bugs and stuff been worked out. So it's just seemed, it's, it's just seemed as normal today. It seemed like it's not dangerous because it's, I'm surrounded by fucking cars. I look around, it's traffic is, is packed. You know what I mean? So it's like everybody's doing it. So what if what if the skies were filled with these guys, these these dudes in these bird suits? Like you look up and you just see these guys in bird suits flying. And then that's what makes it when it become when it becomes ordinary. That's what takes the danger out of it. You know, like the perceived danger. Um. So it's like, does these do these guys fear? Does he, you know? Do they, it's like well. It's something they want to do. It's just that they have another level of things that they fear because we are going to die. And they're just at a higher level of, of accepting that than the normal, than the average person. You know what I mean? Um, just like recently, there was this photographer, or a famous photographer, uh, photojournalist died in Afghanistan, him and his, um, his translator. And it's like... You know, when I see stuff like this, like if you, we we're all gonna die, you know, it's different how we're gonna die. But if you die doing something you you love doing, you know, it's it's like, yeah, the the best you can do is put yourself in situations where your chances of dying doing something you love is high because <laughs> you're gonna die anyway. So so you know we 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 fear these things like. You know, like going back to this quote, um, have no fear of perfection because you never you never reach it. It's like uh, you, you, you tweak stuff to death before you put it out there. You, you, you fear uh, you, you want to do a YouTube channel, but you fear doing it because you, you've seen the monsters out there <laughs> commenting on on innocent uh, YouTube channels. You've you've seen what what sort of people are out there lurking on the internet, and so it's like you you ball up instead of put expressing yourself. You ball up and you fear that that sort of uh, criticism is going to happen to you. You you fear you're going to be trolled, you know. Um, but you can't you can't do that. You 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 it's like you, you well if you do don't don't just get out of your head. Being, being successful at your creativity just get it out of your head if that's the thing you're going to fear because it, that's that's part of it that's part of the territory part of the job and I've talked about that before but I just like the way this was put in uh, the way Dolly uh, enunciated uh, enunciated the way he stated in this quote is so simple you know what I mean it's, 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 a lot of times that's all it takes for one little quote to like put all of this shit you got in your head in perspective um, and when I saw that I was like you know cuz I've been I thought I've been talking talking to you guys about uh, doing my YouTube channel and I think I'm gonna work on it this weekend you know th that's gonna be one of my main goals to go ahead and get one published cuz that's what I've been doing I've been trying to get it perfect like what if I don't know as much as I should know about this camera you know what what if I don't know like how am I how am I gonna do it what am I gonna name the channel like I can't go back and change it later like 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 it's finite you know like it's etched in stone once I once I started so 
the pick of the day for today was um, actually in, in the pick of the day is, is day 60 so the pick of the day was uh, last night we went to the annual Father's Day Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus and so here's the deal I took I only took my my phone of course my Galaxy Note 5 and I took a um, one of my little point and shoots and it was the Fuji Discovery Freedom the the it's a uh, it zooms out to 140 140 millimeter zoom right and I do have a, a, a stylus epic that zooms to 170 but it has this weird feature and I, I haven't even read on it yet but it has this real weird feature called VF I'm not even sure what that what that means but it gives like this it gives off like this pre-light not like a light for um, red eye not a red light light it's like this weird like electrical like light and I didn't want to take a chance of that popping off you can turn it off but I didn't want to you know I, I didn't want to chance it and uh, the reason why I took the, the the other camera was because one it has it, it has a um, like a backlight you know it's backlit the little the LCD the little display is backlit so I took that and you know I wasn't expecting to get anything significant because I only had a uh, hundred speed film black and white film in it so um, so I took that and then I took my Galaxy Note 5 now this is the thing the Galaxy Note 5 can shoot in RAW mode DNG within it uh, it gives off a JPEG and a DNG file right but the only thing is um, one you have to be shooting shooting in the mode called pro mode they have it has a pro mode so you have to be shooting in pro mode but the other thing is you have to have the damn raw feature turned on right to say save my pro mode um raw files i mean save my pro mode files to a raw as well as jpeg and so i'm i'm shooting in pro like I always like 90% of the time I shoot in pro mode because I, I want a DNG file but for some reason I didn't have the other setting to save the pro mode files in DNG and I didn't even discover that until I was trying to export them to my computer because I was gonna you know post them this morning and I'm like where are my DNG files so I'm looking 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 for my DNG I see the JPEGs I'm like the JPEG, the DNG should be right after each of the uh, J JPEG files. So I'm like, what the hell? So I go in, go in, and I I, I go into the setting and remember, um, you know, that you have to turn it on separately. And for some reason, it was turned off, and I have no idea why that feature would be turned off. I I just have no idea why. Only thing I can think of is one or two things. One is I just updated. Um, Samsung just had this update to the Note 5, and it was because it was giving off a false SIM card error. You know, saying there was this error I kept getting saying no uh, SIM card not detected. 
And sure enough, this was some sort of glitch, and they and they put out a a uh, they put out a firmware update. So, and that was probably two three weeks ago that I updated that. So, uh, either that reset something, or the only other thing I can think of is when I was on vacation, I turned it off to sit because I didn't um, I didn't take like a laptop or anything. I just had like this external. USB to memory card type connection. So I can see myself turning raw off to save storage. But anyway, so only I'm only left with these shitty ass JPEG, <laughs> JPEG files. So the one I posted today was from uh, the center ring and it was uh, the, the, what is it? The ringleader, the the announcer guy um it was it was like his you know at the beginning of these of the circus they, they he, he announced what the theme is and they do this big extravaganza type thing at the opening then they do another one at the intermission then they do a third one at the end so this was this was starting the first one and i like that shot the the color shot is actually uh clearer you know like the the, the the color shot was not even a bad shot for what it was for me being zoomed way in we we get pretty good seats we we uh we get the same seats every year because we we get them early and we reserve we reserve those same seats every year because they're they're on the front row unobstructed you know um there's nobody in front of us and, and we um i think let me see we're we're probably um let me see we're like row row a like like um anyway it's, it's good seats it's good seats because we're elevated enough and we are like right in the center and there's there's no one in front of us like i mean pretty much there's there's really no like the only bad seats are like if you're way way in the back like the first year we ever went we were we were way in the back um but we were behind like all the the canopies and the wires and stuff like that so even if you have a clear view you're like ducking and looking around like the canopies and the wires and all this type of stuff so um but in this case there's like one wire you can see kind of going down uh, the ringleader you can see you can see that one wire and I could have edited it out, but why I mean it's, it's just part of it You know, it's like this it was there. That's part of it um, But yeah, I was zoomed in and I'm thinking I'm shooting in <laughs> in raw mode so uh, You know, I'm, I'm shooting in manual uh, I was shooting at probably like 160 180th 180th of a second something like that and then ISO 200, 300, you know, I, I thought I was going to need like more ISO, but it was like blowing everything out. But um, yeah, I shot it like one ISO, no more than like 400. Anything more than that, it was like blowing out everything. So I was able to get that shot and then I got some more, you know, I may post some some up, just just my the best shots. But yeah, you know, I can't, I can't, that, that that image is strictly for like internet use not, all those pictures I took it can't they can't be you know I mean maybe I can get a four by six or something from them 
but uh yeah I was, I was so upset um I mean but then again that's you know that's one of the that's one of the things like on my k3 you you see right on the screen what you're shooting in like you it's hard to make that mistake and um and this was the first time actually no this was the second time that happened to me to where um I, I didn't for some reason the the uh, the the raw mode wasn't on. I remember the first time it happened, I was actually testing raw and JPEG and forgot to turn the raw mode back on. Uh, it, this was like when I first got the camera, I mean got the phone, and I was testing uh, to see how how is outputting the raw and the JPEG. And then I was also shooting using the uh, Lightroom camera to see, you know, to see if if it's, if it's a different if the file is the the raw file is different from the the onboard camera the samsung camera like if if shooting in lightroom raw file in lightroom because the light the lightroom um camera shoots in raw uh, but you don't get all the manual settings uh at least i couldn't figure out how to get all the manual settings shooting with the lightroom camera so I remember like, you know, testing that out and then when I went, I wanted to shoot something, I forgot to turn that raw uh, mode back on. I was just testing the, the two cameras to see if it's beneficial using the Lightroom camera. Yeah, it, it's not, I mean, the, the, the Samsung camera is pretty good. You have f uh, like full manual settings. Um, so, so, you know, I was pleased with that picture. There's, there's other pictures I was pleased with also. Uh, but it's just the fact that they're like JPEGs, like 72 DPI JPEGs. Um, you know what I mean? So anyway, um, so I, I converted to like a, this vintage look, like timeless look. I like, I like for images like that, I like, I like to give like a timeless look so to where you can't even really tell what year. Cause if you compare that one to the other, uh, I think 2015 or 14 circus picture I posted. You know, you think it's taken at the same time. Um, but anyway, so about the circus, I, I don't know. I don't know about this year. It was kind of. It seemed like they were they were phoning it in. Uh, it, it was opening night, but uh, they they took they took out the elephants. There's no more elephants. Just like with SeaWorld, there's no more. I mean, no more. Um, Orcas, you know, there, there's no more killer whale. The Shamu show has been 86th, <laughs> and and um, yeah, the elephants was one of the biggest. I, I don't know, man. Just to see those big old elephants roam around there in, in the circus was one of the big things. And we also noticed they didn't do the uh, the Star Spangled Banner like they normally do because they normally would start the show off with the Star Spangled Banner and maybe they do it on another show but usually on the opening night they would do the star spangled banner the, the elephants would come out with the uh the the colors you know in in um yeah they they it, it, they it seemed like they replaced the elephants with camels there were there were camels in the show and i got a i got pictures of that i may post those tomorrow or something but um yeah i mean it, it's it wasn't it seemed like uh i mean maybe it's because we go every year and we, and we our expectations are like getting higher and higher but this show seemed like identical to last year i mean it seemed like identical there was nothing new 
it was this it, it was pretty much identical there's usually like a big I don't know it was it, it didn't seem this it didn't seem you know it just seemed like we went through the motions of going because we go every year and it seemed like the, the uh the performers did too I don't know man I don't know even even the announcer the ring the ring leader the ring announcement you know you know what's funny one of the things I like about the circuit is the live band. The band plays live, and, and while the performance is going on, I'm watching the band. <laughs> I'm watching the band. I bet if everybody, if if anybody's watching me, and they're like, "What the hell is he looking at over there, way over to the left?" Everything's going on in the center. I'm watching the band. That that band. I don't know if it's the same band every year, but. That's an awesome band, man. I, I just watch them and, and just watch them get down and watch them enjoy themselves. But um, yeah, you know, it's it was uh, and it seemed fast. It seemed short for some reason. Like I don't know, I don't know. But uh, so I mean, you know, it's 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 an experience. We 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 do it. Uh, we've been doing it for for years. I want to say at least since. 2000 um uh, see when my how old was my youngest daughter's eight she was born in 06 we started going before her wow so i think we started like it maybe we started in 06 i think my wife was pregnant the first one we started so maybe 06 um is when we started because i remember the first year we went we, we we went to the circus for father's day my this was when my my middle daughter she was like Man, she was a terror. She could, she could. We couldn't take her to the movies. Nothing. She was just not the one to be sitting down. So we got these seats. This was when we got the seats way in the back because we knew how she was. So we wanted like to where she can run, run up and down the aisle with without interrupting. And that's what she did. She just played on, <laughs> on the on the chairs and stuff. And she couldn't. She didn't care. Um, in one year, we actually had to take her out, man. She was just—I don't know. She was just cutting up. We had to take her out. But uh, yeah, she's she's like cool now. She's chill. She just sit there, and we, you know, we make comments, we joke, going back and forth. They like to make fun. They like to joke about how the, uh, you know, the guys going around with the popcorn and the <laughs> and the cotton candy. They like to uh, mimic them, you know, when they're like announcing what they have cotton candy you know the way they do it like they all have to have this this uh trademark calling you know the way they call out what they have so they, they get a kick out of that i think they have more fun with that than they actually had with the circus this year but uh so the point and shoot camera right so it, when i was shooting with the point and shoot you know i only had like i said i only had a hundred speed film it made me realize, you know, a lot of these things that that advice that you hear about, you you find like a, a, a type of photography you like and that's what you concentrate on, you have to niche down. I think a lot of it is irrelevant now due to the flexibility of digital cameras. I think that was more relevant if you were shooting when you were shooting film because if you were shooting film, you there, there's no unless you're shooting like medium format to where you can switch backs with different film types. Like in that situation last night, it's dark. I only had a hundred speed film. I should have had probably, you know, 400 speed or if anything, like a real fast black and white, like the 3200 or whatever. Um, 
which which would have been ideal you know the fastest black and white film i could get um or or you know a manual camera because <laughs> you know that maybe that yeah i mean a, a manual camera with a hundred speed film i could have done more than what i you know would have then what i was able to do with the you know little point and shoot everything's automatic only thing i could i could control was um you know focus but it does have a bulb mode you know but still you know if i'm trying to everything is moving all the time you know you i can't change shutter speed or anything like that but i knew that going in so this stuff about niching down i think that has a lot i think that was more relevant with film than it is now because with digital i mean even even with these little like you know remember i was talking about these little mirrorless cameras you have flexibility to, to change in any situation it's more about what you're comfortable with shooting what you are um what you get used to shooting as far as like uh, composing different types of shots and your 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 um the way you move the equipment is 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 like is, is the last factor nowadays because any good dslr any like even even uh it don't even have to be like pro level even even like an enthusiast level like the k3 is considered like an enthusiast level camera but that that camera can compete with quote pro level camera i mean in my eyes it is a pro level camera but i'm just saying like that that's in in the marketplace is not ranked like that and i and i'm pretty sure most of that just has to do with the brand and the cost you know so but you know in that situation even even with my point of shoot i was able to uh, uh, i mean with my uh with my with my note 5 i was able to adjust and and, and things like that you know i mean if i would have been shooting in raw but uh it, yeah it made me think like because because I, I had a choice i was like do i take two cameras and, and have the 100 speed um 100 speed uh black and white and then like i got some 400 leftover of color you know have that in there i could have done that but now you're defeating the purpose of of trying to be discreet and low-key now you you know you 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 know you i'm not going to take in a, a a bag or anything like that and i didn't and even though these these cameras are point and shoot these are like thick little cameras <laughs> you know what i mean like these are these are like fat cameras matter of fact my my canon the old canon powershot g10 was more pocketable than these uh these film point and shoot cameras i have so um which which like made me think like what you know I might as well have like a, and that's why I've been looking at like these rangefinders too to see, to get a, you know, see maybe that's, uh, let me start shooting with those. Let me start getting a feel for those. And and there's a few I've been looking at. I've been keep getting outbidded on, on some of them. But uh, but yeah, it, it made me think like you know what that whole niching down and niching thing and and, and finding like this one. I think they have more to do with, uh, the format. Because yeah, if you're shooting, if you're shooting one type of thing, then you know what type of film to have, and and you know you can't you can't change ISO's mid roll, in uh, with DX coded film, 
You know, I mean, yeah, you could with with theoretically you could and do some do some things. Uh, you know, I saw some some posts in some forums of people doing stuff like that. You know, to where they have a manual setting as far as changing the ISO, they could do that and, and manipulate or or even. I don't know why you want to do this because I, I I think the the film the way it's the way it's uh, made it's made for a certain ISO, but I, I came across where people were were tricking. You can do something to trick the D the DX coding on the on the film. I mean I, I, I you know I I just briefly gazed at it because what I was trying to I was trying to find out how to figure out when film expired that's what i was looking for but then i came across these articles of people uh tricking the dx coding and i was like i don't know why you want to do that I, I don't understand why you want to make make something so easy so simple complicated like that so um so i figured like the the uh, the niching thing has more to do with when you were shooting film you know if you're going out to shoot action or shoot something fast moving well yeah you're going to have fast speed film you know you, you you're not going to be uh i mean i guess you can carry two bodies have one one loaded with one or like i said you know you have a medium format you can have a couple of different backs but um all right that's going to do it for this edition of straight talk uncut like i always say i don't know a lot but what i do know i try to talk straight about this has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.